Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jam, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today, this episode will be coming out on February 15th, 2022. And there's a lot to talk about. One of the first things I want to talk about is the Freedom Convoy in Canada. It's still going on. And I still think it is a necessary thing. I totally support these guys in what they're doing. Um, I do need to clarify a little bit because it was pointed out to me that when people were blocking the highways during the riots of a couple of years ago, I was a little less than uh, a little less than supportive of it, mostly because of how they were handling themselves. So I do feel the need to clarify. I agree that the truckers should be protesting. I agree that they should be stopping their work. They should not be driving. They should not be hauling. They should not be delivering. They should be parking those damn trucks. They should not be blocking the thoroughfares. People still have to get to work. People still have shit to do with their days. And now, I'm all for them showing that the government and the country and the people in general need them to be out there doing their jobs. They don't need to be physically choking off access points. I mean, that's that's where my contention comes in. I did not agree with the rioters when they were tearing shit up and lighting fires and burning my fucking hometown. I don't agree with people that are stopping other people from getting to their livelihood and doing doing their best. I do support the truckers. I wish they were handling their approach a little differently. Um, you know, I would be all for it if they were, say, parked around the Capitol building and the government buildings and the police stations and choking off points of access for the government officials. But you know, closing down the border the way they are. And it's not like that's the only way for shit to get from back and forth from Canada to Detroit. There's a tunnel. There are other routes. It is just the main artery that they're choking off. And I would not be, I would be remiss if I did not point out that I don't think they should be blocking the highways, but they should not be hauling either. They should be completely shutting shit down to make their point. I do support that aspect of things. So just wanted to clarify that. Now, speaking of this Freedom Convoy, the truckers shutting down you know, Canada for all intents and purposes, the way the Canadian Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, is handling things has pretty much exemplified what a cravenly, cowardly 
gutless sack of wonder he actually is, he comes out, he threatens, he throws tantrums, he tries to order people. Now, this is the same guy who had no problem with other protests. He said protests are supposed to make people uncomfortable and, you know, echoed all the talking points that people were spouting during the during the riots of uh, a couple of years ago. But now he's saying that he's ordering the police to start arresting the truckers and start hauling off their trucks. And it's not really working too well for him because he is basically he told the cops to go out there and arrest everybody and get them out of there. The tow truck companies are standing with the truckers. They're not towing the trucks away. The cops can't really do anything because the police are so massively outnumbered. And now he is trying to enact state of emergency with such a minimal amount of reasoning to it. He wants to enact state of emergency so he can bypass their legal rights to protest and things like that, just so he can come down that much more harshly on the truckers to try and bring this to a conclusion. There are a lot of reasons why that should be concerning to literally everyone, whether you agree with the convoy or not. And if you're listening to me, I'm going to assume... If, you're, if you've been listening to me for any kind of amount of time, I'm going to assume we're at least similarly minded. I have the feeling the people that wouldn't really agree with me probably won't stick around. If you, this is your first time listening to the show, thank you. I'm glad you found it. Drop me a line. Let me know how you found it. Let me know you what you think. I, this is something I do as a hobby, but I, would, I always appreciate feedback. I always want to know how I could be doing things better. But anyway, to back to the point, the, this should be concerning to literally everyone, including people in the United States. Now, the Prime Minister of Canada has tried freezing assets of people that are donating money to support this this protest, and he did so, and GoFundMe knuckled under and said, "You're okay, we're freezing the money, it's not going to these guys, and they found another source to fund them. And the Canadian government said, we're not going to allow these funds to be transferred, and the the organization who is handling the new fundraising said, we're based in America, we don't answer to you, and we're going to make sure the money gets into the proper hands. We need more things like that. What we need to not have is this whole, this whole situation is in response to massive government overreach, to mandates and a loss of personal autonomy, which is what the protest is about. It's not about white supremacy. It's not about extreme conservatism or anything like that that the, that the media and the talking heads are trying to push. It's not a racial issue at all, which seems to be the fallback for the general, the left in general these days is if they don't agree with you, you're automatically a racist. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You could be a person of color who is non-binary and works fostering Haitian migrants, and if you say something they don't like, they're going to label you a white supremacist, because that's all they got. If they don't have a valid argument, their knee-jerk reaction is to start screaming racism. And unfortunately, the far left, who used to be the party of rebellion and nonconformism, has become, by and why these days, a bunch of bootlicking statists. They're real quick to try and criticize other people and pass these judgments. But the simple fact of the matter is they want Big Daddy government making everyone's decisions as long as those decisions align with what they fucking want. And the problem is they're willing, in the name of accomplishing these goals, to put more and more power in the hands of the government. 
and they don't and this is why I'm really concerned about the way this is handled. I think Trudeau's rollout of this state of emergency with practically no basis in reality other than the fact that he's not getting his way and the truckers aren't listening to him and honking scary and bad. Um realistically the guy's a coward. He he do, he's not meeting with the people. He's not talking to the truckers. He's not allowing them to effectively air their grievances. He is literally leaving them no alternative. He said, you're going to do this because I said so, and when they didn't comply, his re- his reaction is, they all need to go to jail, they all need to have their property seized, they all need to be punished. The reason this should be scary to literally fucking everyone with a brain in their head is, we have seen over the last two and a half years, the government does not relinquish power willingly. And every time you let them take a little bit more, it's a little bit more they're not going to fucking give back. There's no such thing as an emergency with these people. We should not be in a two and a half year state of emergency. They should not be mandating lockdowns. They shouldn't be mandating shit, particularly in America. The problem is the American government has publicly stated the federal government, i.e. it's coming from the White House. Let's just call it how it is that they not only support the Canadian prime minister, but they are encouraging him to enact harsher measures to stop this convoy and this protest from happening because it's affecting the American economy. And there are a lot of truckers in the U.S. that have expressed massive amounts of sympathy towards the situation. And there are going to be more protests. They are literally spreading all over the world. Just go online and Google mandate protests. You will see countries all over the globe with the exception of, you know, the communist paradises of China and North Korea, where you're not allowed to have dissenting opinions because they fix that with, you know, a nine millimeter. And then they bill your family for the fucking bullet. <laughs> Real, you know, the people's party, party of the people. The problem is the people are the ones who are, you know, enacting these protests and the people are the ones who are making their voices heard. And the people are who are politically supposedly aligned with the party of the people are the ones that are crying because they're not, you know, they're not just knuckling under. They're not doing what they're told. They're they're jeopardizing us and they're being white supremacists because they're not just getting the jab they don't want to put in their body. And the funny thing is, one of the facts you don't hear a lot in the media, although it ha- I've have seen it brought up a few times where they're trying to spin it like the protest isn't even organized because Something like 70% to, I've heard everywhere from 70 to 90% of the truckers currently involved in the protest are vaccinated. They're not protesting the vaccine. It's not an anti-vax protest. It's a anti-mandate protest. It's a very significant difference. The truckers and their official representatives have literally stated to media outlets, if the mandates were recalled, the convoy would be gone before the day was over everything would be opened and business would resume as normal as soon as they agree to repeal these fucking mandates that's all it is they want to have the right to decide what is done to their body not have something forced in at coercion being told that you have to have something done to you in order to keep your job is not acceptable. It's not acceptable when they're trying to put a dick in you. Harvey Weinstein found out the hard way. That's not okay. It's not okay when they're trying to make you get a shot. 
and it would be a different thing. I'm, I've said it before. Personally, I'm not anti-vax. This is not a fucking vaccine. It does not do anything that the standard traditional definition of a vaccine does. It does not stop you from getting a virus. It does not stop you from spreading a virus. It does not make it so anything is different other than theoretically possibly making your symptoms less severe, which it is even starting to look like that's not the case anymore either. It's ineffective. It doesn't work. The CDC, NIH, they have come out and said that the cloth masks are completely ineffective when it comes to stopping transmission of the virus. But if you put your face diaper on, which, frankly, these days has been proven to be more dangerous than not having it on because you have, you're breathing in moist, trapped bacteria out of this mask that nobody is watching properly, I guarantee, with the exception of a few hypochondriacs, the vast majority of people that pull a cotton rag out of their pocket to put it over their face so they can go in the grocery store, they're not taking it home and washing it and properly drying it every fucking time they wear it. And even if they are, if it's on your face for six or seven or eight hours because you have to wear one all day while you're at work, you are sitting there breathing in the same damp, recycled bacteria that you were exhaling to begin with. Pneumonia is on the uptick. Health issues are on the uptick. They are not due to the virus. They are due to side effects of breathing unhealthy air. It's, it's utterly ridiculous. And that's what these protests are about. And the people who are clamoring to shut them down and clamoring for these guys to get arrested and thrown in jail and have their livelihoods taken, have their trucks seized, they're calling for the cops to come out and do literally all the shit two years ago. They were calling for the police to be defunded and disbanded. These are the same assholes who are now insisting that the people that are protesting now wind up in jail by the cops that a year ago you were saying should be ashamed of themselves and dragged out. And That's the thing. The vast majority of the people who are involved in this protest are actually the back the blue crowd. They're the ones that support police officers and what they do to help try and keep society ordered and maintained. Now, granted, I've talked about that before, too. Not all of them are good. There are shitty cops out there. The good cops see the shitty cops. They call them out for their shittiness, and they try and push the issue. And they try and do what's right. And they try and stop the shitty ones. Because... At the end of the day, police officers are just people. You get good ones, you get shitty ones. That's the end of it. That's not a complicated concept, and I don't know why so many people have trouble getting that through their heads. I mean, honestly, I don't understand what these fucking people want anymore. They want the cops defunded. They want the police to be shut down and hamstrung in their enforcement of the laws. And yet, at the same time, they want government oversight and control of everything. And they don't seem to understand that... They are calling for the exact same shit they are accusing everybody else of doing to whoever it is they happen to be supporting at the moment. I'm going to paraphrase an old saying. It's the sword you put in the hand of the government to fight your enemies is the one that's going to be pointed at your own neck. I know it's not exactly how it goes, but the, the gist is there. That is the point and the problem I have with all these assholes that are calling for people who are actually engaging in a peaceful protest to be locked up and stripped of their livelihood and fined and to have... And believe it or not, the people who are opposing this peaceful protest, not all of them, but some of them, have actually been saying things like slash their tires, 
drain the gas out of their trucks, steal their fuels, take their food, take their kids away, take pictures of their license plates and their and their faces so we can dox them after this is over. And this is the supposed tolerant and peaceful people, you know, by their own definition. They say they're the party of tolerance. And that's one of those things. Again, I'm very middle of the road. I, from a political standpoint, I just want to be left the fuck alone. I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. I don't care about any of this petty superficial shit that people get their fucking panties in a knot over. I really don't. But I've had people coming at me and saying, well, how come you're always going after the left right now? And it's not that I only go after the left. I am, you'll on a good day, you'll catch me going just as hard on any ultra conservative shithead racist motherfuckers out there. I have no problem taking them to task. I have no problem letting them have it. But they're not the ones that are actively doing all this shit right now. They're not the ones that are trying to limit everyone's freedoms. I mean, yes, they may be hateful, bigoted, ignorant assholes, but they're pretty much keeping to themselves. So they're not in my crosshairs right now. They're not jeopardizing my child's future with their own bullshit at the moment. And honestly, the behavior coming out of the conservative side of things right now is, simply put, more civilized and more acceptable. They're not screaming about, we want to force our beliefs on you. They're saying, don't force your shit on me. That is the difference when it comes to garnering my support. I can't speak for anyone other than myself, obviously, but... In terms of why I'm not calling them out and going after them and laying into them, it's that simple. They don't want to force me to adhere to their decisions. They're not saying make it illegal to get the vaccine. They're not saying make it illegal to wear a mask. They're saying don't force us to if we don't want to. It's pretty cut and fucking dry. If you have a problem with that, you shouldn't be listening to me. You should be somewhere in your safe space where words can't hurt you and bad things aren't going to happen because your simple-minded ass can't process the fact that other people don't have to agree with you. You are not always right, no matter what your fucking weak parents told you. You are not perfect, you are not flawless, and you are not better than anyone fucking else. And matter of fact, there's a pretty solid chance you're actually a garbage human being because you can't cope with the fact that other people don't like you. They don't like the way you think, they don't like the way you act, and they don't want to behave in a manner that is conducive to your opinion of what is fucking right. So you feel the need to force through threat of violence, death, and punishment upon them your values and your beliefs and what you think is right. They just want to have a choice. You want them to make your choice. And by your choice, I don't mean a choice for you. I mean the choice you want. That is selfish. It is juvenile. It's petty. It's stupid. It's weak-minded. And frankly, it's just fucking sad. It really is. If you are so fragile and weak that you can't function under the understanding that other people want to have their own say in their lives because their opinions somehow affect you. No, they fucking don't. Get over yourself. You are not the main player in this play. You may be the main character in your head, but to 7 billion people 
on this planet, you're nothing but a fucking NPC. You need to get your shit together. You need to grow the fuck up and stop throwing your tantrums. And unfortunately, you're so busy being focused on what people aren't doing that you think they should be doing that you're not realizing how absolutely fucked you are going to be when the other shoe drops and it comes down on your fucking neck. And we're going to pause for our little measly sponsorship insertion here. And then we will come back and I will talk about some other stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, thanks for sitting through that. Um, so now for the second part of the show, I want to talk about something. Uh, I'm not going to go too deeply in this. I, this is another one of those things. There are definitely better people out there to talk about this than me. There are people that are more experienced, better informed. But it is one of those things that's on my mind. And as you may know, this is things I have to say. It's things I want to get off my chest, things I need to talk about. Regardless of where you stand in terms of politics there is a lot of shit going on in this country right now that is going to impact all of us. And while I don't agree with the current administration's policies by and wide, but while I don't agree with the fact that the current sitting president is one of the old school died in the wool career politicians whom I have such a massive fucking problem with, not him specifically. Well, yes, him specifically, but literally all of them. Career politicians serve no one but themselves. They claim to be public servants while lining their own pockets and pushing their own agendas. They're not here for you or me, and if you still think they are, you need to put the fucking Kool-Aid down. You really do. Now, the thing I want to talk about is, as I'm getting up there in years, I'm not, not exactly a spring chicken anymore. Contrary to what a lot of people want to say, I'm not a fucking old yet, but I'm getting older and the thing about it is someday I would like to fucking retire I don't want to work until the day they plant me I don't want to die at 530 so they can bury me at noon on Saturday you know I look at it like this the only way I'm going to be able to ever stop working is to get far enough ahead that I can now the current situation in this country, and I, I, if you're wondering where all this is going, I promise it's getting there. It's a little roundabout, but the thing is, the current spending by our career politicians, the current way the Fed is handling the monetary situation in this country, the United States, the dollar is not going to last. It cannot last the way things are going. Inflation is fucking ridiculous. It's the worst it has been in you know, years, if not decades, the Fed, instead of doing what needs to be done to counteract this inflation, like raising interest rates, is waffling. And interest rates right now are at like nothing. They are flatlined. They, they, and they talk about increasing them a half a percent and people panic and start freaking out because 
people, by and wide, are fucking stupid and don't understand how finances actually work. Most people these days can't live within their own means. They can't manage a budget on a micro level, and they damn sure don't understand finance at a macro level. They, global politics, global finances are beyond the reach of the average person because they don't take the time or the energy to even understand their own finances, much less how the rest of the world works. People are used to living beyond their means. People are used to functioning in a certain manner that is going to thoroughly fuck them down the road. I, you know, thankfully, I think I got the message through to my kid. He's a lot smarter than I was at his age, and he's already investing in things that are actually tangible. And I keep telling people this, but on the other hand, they look at me in the position I'm in and they go, well, what the fuck do you know? It's like, I know what I did wrong. And unlike the vast majority of people these days, I learn from my fucking mistakes. And the way inflation is going in this country, your money is worth less literally every fucking day at this point. And people keep making, people with literally the financial sense of a fucking middle schooler keep making these demands and thinking they're somehow going to legislate wealth and success into their fucking pockets. Meanwhile, everything they're demanding is exasperating the problem. It's making it fucking worse. And the powers that be don't have a problem because you look at by and wide our so-called leadership in this point, the people that control these factors are all fucking dinosaurs. They are old as fuck. They're not going to live to see the consequences of them passing the buck and shuffling the responsibility down the line. They've already mortgaged our grandkids fucking futures at this point. We have a federal government that cannot operate within a budget. They deficit spend. We're not the richest country on the planet. We are the most unbalanced fucking bunch of idiots on the planet. We were world leaders. Now we're a bunch of fucking posers. We are, to, to put it more simply, the U.S. economy right now is pretty much the global equivalent of that asshole you see who's wearing a $300 Gucci belt, $500 pair of shoes, some fucking Yeezys, a ratty hooded sweatshirt that looks like it came off a homeless guy that he paid $700 for for a fucking label, and he charged all of it because he has $83 in the bank, he's living in his mom's basement, and he drives a fucking 92 Corolla with a fucking duct-taped rear window and a Coke can exhaust because louder makes it go faster. I'm drifting, baby. We have an entire culture and an entire society based on living beyond your fucking means. And we have a currency based on nothing. There are things that the government may try and do to pull this shit out of the nosedive that it's in. I personally don't see it happening. Because, like I said, they're fucking old. They're going to be dead before they can be held to task for it. And unfortunately, the way this country works, they're never going to be taken to task for it. No one is going to hold them accountable because, for some reason, people in this country seem to think that that's just the way the system works and that's how it's always been and that's how it's always going to be because we can't do anything about it. And when people do try and do something about it, when people do try and remind these assholes where the power actually lies... We turn into fucking sardines in a net where we start eating our own. It's it, they, We turn on each other in the name of defending people who would not do a thing for us. The, the, there are so many organizations out there that are dedicated to sowing division and sowing divisiveness and us against them and me, me, me. Don't look over here. Look over there. Meanwhile, here's the shiny new whatever you need to have to make your life have some value. People have no 
moral core, no no internal self-worth where they have to define themselves by a bunch of bullshit they don't actually fucking need. And this agenda is pushed by mass media, by the mainstream media, by every politician and every celebrity that's out there feeding you this bullshit narrative because it keeps you from realizing things that at the end of the day will cost them, not you. If we could all get on the same page and go, look, you're fucking us all. If we could get on the same page and say, you know what? You shouldn't be in politics because you're getting rich doing it. You shouldn't have a lifetime paycheck for going in and doing a piss poor job of trying to do things that are supposedly for us, but are really just for yourselves. These assholes should not be getting paid if they can't operate under a balanced budget. The answer should not be we need to tax people more so we can pay for all this shit. The answer should be we need here's how much income we have. We need to learn to live within our fucking means. And that concept is so foreign to these assholes. You can tell by the way they speak to people and people support them against their own best interest. And it's so frustrating. So realistically, yes, the U.S. dollar is going to fucking tank. I, I wish I could say that was not the case. It may not be in the next year. It may not be in the next five years. It may not be in the next ten years. But it's going to fucking happen. You can see it already starting. It's becoming worthless. The same people that were screaming that we need a $15 an hour minimum wage, and now that places are paying $15 an hour, and they're saying, oh, look, we got the $15 an hour you wanted, that $15 an hour is worth less than the $11 an hour they were making two years ago was. It has less buying power. That's how inflation works. That's what happens when you pump a bunch of money with nothing to back it into an economy. That's what happens when you keep handing out free money to people. It's not free. It comes with a cost. It's just not a sticker cost that is immediately apparent to people. All these shortages and all the fucking stuff that's not on the shelves and the stuff that is on the shelves costing twice as much as it used to, that is all side effects of this free shit you people want. You need to educate yourselves. You need to learn why all this handout bullshit is not going to work. It's never worked anywhere ever and this is a natural thing this is cyclical empires fall that's what they do there are no standing empires right now and anybody that's going to try and say america isn't an empire the fuck it's not it may not be out there we may not be out there you know colonizing people and taking borders over anymore but at the end of the day we were a financial empire we were dominant for a long time we got there because of a fucking world war that pulled us out of a depression because all of a sudden all this shit needed to be made for the war effort we maintain that because most of the competition was bombed back to the fucking Stone Age and couldn't recuperate and recover. And then once they did get back on their feet, we started to slip. And instead of innovating and instead of doing better, they just kept doing the same shit that wasn't working in the first place harder. And they kept saying, oh, well, we need more taxes and we need more money and we need to pump more money into the system to keep, you know, keep the, the economy moving and keep things Keep, keep people buying, keep people spending, keep them getting shit they don't need because that's how we make money in this country. And it keeps, you know, John Q. Public, we're, the average person now is way worse off than we were two or three generations ago. I mean, yeah, we may have more in terms of the basic creature comforts and the basic physical goods of life. We have fancier technology. We have more shit to make our average days go by. But we, in a matter of a couple of generations, we've gone from 
the goal was by the time you're my age, you owned a house, you were paying and getting ready to retire, and you had your stuff set. You were not going to be working until you were 70 or 80 or 90. I mean, the number just keeps going up. The average, the planned retirement age is getting higher. The amount of money that is available in Social Security programs, which I am so sick of people saying that Social Security is a free program or it is... It's being treated like a piggy bank by the politicians, so it needs to go the fuck away. Stop taking the money out of people's checks and let them invest it accordingly so they can be responsible for their own well-being and their own retirement. Because obviously, the government has proven time and again they are not responsible enough to manage our futures. They should not be managing our money. They should not be managing our budget. They are irresponsible with our money because it doesn't have any real-world impact on them to fuck all of us over. But I'm getting way off track here. The thing I was going to say is what you need to do to get ready for this, insulate yourself against it, because the government is going to act. When people start preparing to insulate against the collapse of the dollar, and it's already started in a lot of ways. People are investing in precious metals. People are investing in Bitcoin. People are investing in NFTs. If you don't think the government's going to try and get a piece of that, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, they're going to really allow non-traceable, non-taxable currency to exist in the system that it, as it stands. Because they love giving people opportunities to better their own situation without taking a little piece, without getting their cut. The, the Politicians are a bunch of pimps. They take without doing anything to get. They are they're parasites. They're worthless. You need to insulate yourself against them. Start buying foreign currencies now. If if you aren't comfortable with it, find a financial advisor who can tell you legitimate ways to invest your money that have some security and some stability. Find an investor who's going to tell you the truth, that the stock market is variable, it's fluctuating, it's a high-risk thing at this point because it's all based on an American dollar and it's going to shit the bed. It really is. The countries that this country is in debt to. Now, the national debt is a funny thing. We owe a lot of other countries a lot of money. We owe future generations a lot of money because that's how the national debt works. The debt is they're borrowing against the future of this country. The problem is a lot of that money doesn't go towards this country. They're giving money in foreign aid. They're giving money in kickbacks and bribes and spending on shit they shouldn't be doing. And they're just irresponsible fuckheads with our dollars. The other thing you got to do is you got to start diversifying your income because especially if your plan is to start building a nest egg and building something that's going to be a fallback thing, you need to have multiple sources of income, especially if you're in a situation where you're barely getting by on what you have right now. If you're not already in a position where you can invest in your future, you need to start bringing in something else. You need to have a little side hustle going. Have multiple side hustles going. I've got a couple things I'm working on. I haven't announced them yet, and I'm, I'm sure once I get my things up and rolling, I will say something about it here so the you know 30 or 40 people who listen to this on a regular basis can hear about it and maybe be involved in it and maybe you know help support it or whatever. And if not, that's cool too. I, the point is we need to diversify our sources of income so we can have a little bit extra to try and do better with ourselves. And if you've already got a surplus, diversify how you're using that surplus. Start stockpiling physical assets start investing in non-traditional sources because the traditional sources are bound to the current economic structure it's it's super complicated like i said i'm not a finance expert i'm not the guy you go to to get this information but it is 
maybe something you need to think about. Keep it in the back of your mind. Keep it in the front of your mind if you've got time. Things are going to change. And I honestly, I wish I could say it was for the better, but I don't think it's going to be. I'm really, I am ultimately very concerned about the future. I mean, I don't think the world's going to end. Although with what's going on in uh, the Ukraine and Russia and all the bullshit going on there and a lot of posturing out of our limp dick president who frankly doesn't intimidate anybody because he's already established that as a military commander he's fucking incompetent. Oh, well, he, and let's be honest. In general, he's just fucking incompetent. He can barely string a coherent sentence together. And he's not intimidating anybody. Frankly, Putin probably laughs every time that something comes up with this fucking clown. And there's going to, if there is conflict there and they, tr- I don't understand why we give a fuck about the Ukraine other than the general. You know, we have to try and flex our our fucking muscles on the world stage. But honestly, the the U.S. government's saying that war is imminent and all this other shit. And Putin basically said, you know, fuck around and find out. If something goes on here and we get involved, it's going to end badly for everyone. And he, for all his faults and general shittiness, from what I can tell, and I'm not in Russia. I don't know if there's somebody that hears a show that's in Russia. And you want to correct me, please feel free. I'm never opposed to hearing somebody else's perspective on something. I may not agree with it. I may agree with it. I may find myself enlightened. I may think you're a fucking idiot. Those are all very realistic possibilities, but I would love to hear it if I'm wrong on this. But he just does not strike me as somebody who is going to make hollow fucking threats. Whereas our president, frankly, I think everything that comes out of his mouth is bullshit. I mean, I think that of most presidents and most politicians in general. But he has literally backpedaled on every promise he made to get elected. He has artificially created situations that he is now trying to beat his chest over saying he's the victim. He rolled back a law that was signed into executive order by the Cheeto that lowered the price of insulin. I care about this because I have diabetics in my family. I have several diabetics in my family, and they're all skinny, too. They're not fat fucks like me. I'm the fat fuck that actually has healthy blood sugar. Go figure. I have diabetics in my family, and their insulin prices were actually reasonable for a change because of a bill signed in by the fucking previous president. Now, I'm not a huge fan of his either, and anybody that's listened to the show knows that. But I will give him credit where it's due. One of the first things the fucking incompetent babbling jackass in office now did when he got into office was sign an executive order, rolling back the executive order and and pausing it initially and then dismissing it so the insulin prices could go back up. And then he built something to lower it into his Build Back Better plan. This motherfucker created a situation and then when his bill didn't pass, tried to use that situation as leverage. And he doesn't. I'm sure he's so disconnected. He doesn't realize we all know this. The receipts exist. This motherfucker is too old to understand how technology works and that everything is still available to people. The Internet doesn't fucking forget. You want to prove that the Internet doesn't forget? Look at the way people are being called out and threatened to be canceled over shit they said decades ago. Tweets from the fucking zero zeros are being brought up to try and end you know, comedians' careers, politicians uh, seem to think they're immune to this somehow. They can say shit and then 
say something completely different and we're just going to forget. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's keeping track of this shit. But all the information's out there. And this senile old bastard and the worthless fucking bitch he's got for a running mate who, you know, everybody wants to act like they're some massive team. She was calling him a racist and a pedophile when they were running against each other. She didn't change her tune until they offered her the number two spot. And I guarantee they sweetened that deal by saying there's no way he's going to make it to term. You will be the first female president. And that's why that worthless bitch took the job. And I'm not going to sit here and harp on these things. It's realistically the shows about the length where I like to keep it based on the analytics. Nobody listens this far any fucking way. But if you are listening, thank you for sticking with me, and I thank you guys for the support. If you made it this far, you're an actual fan. I love you guys. Thank you. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.